contact more homeowners via cold calling. It's a way that a lot of investors are not doing. And we significantly scaled that in our company to be ridiculously effective. Before we get into today's episode, I want to offer you a free service and a free gift. Yes, a free gift. You're a loyal best ever listener. You deserve free gifts. And it's from our best ever partner, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. So are you a landlord or investor who's self-managing? Well, if you're self-managing, is that the best way to scale your business? And are you fulfilled by self-managing or would you rather be doing other stuff with your time? Like, I don't know, scaling your business, scaling your portfolio, making more money, bringing more rentals, rental income coming in because you're acquiring more properties. If you want to scale, if you're not getting fulfilled by self-managing, then here comes a free service, here comes a free gift. Linda Libatory, you know her, episode 714, I interviewed her about her best ever advice, talked to her about her company, which is the solution to your problem, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. They handle the phone calls, they handle the rent collections, they handle late payment reminders, they handle the lease violation notices, everything from the text messages, reminders, all the way to collecting the ACH payments. Linda's team will help you scale your business, whether you got 500 units or even a handful of units, go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. They're going to give you a free 30-minute goal strategy session. They'll give you free setup and the first 30 days free, mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Again, if you are self-managing and you're not fulfilled by self-managing and you agree that there's a better way to scale your business, scale your investments, then go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Take Linda and her team up on their generous offer of giving you a trial and a strategy session to see if it's right for you. mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff with us today. Rafael Vargas, how you doing, my friend? Phenomenal, my friend. How are you? I'm doing well and nice to have you on the show. A little bit more about Rafael. He is the CEO of Ace Equity Pros. He has produced millions in revenue and operates in three major markets, D.C., Baltimore, and Tampa, Florida. He began investing at the age of 21 and by the age of 24 created a seven-figure real estate business. His company has bought and sold over $35 million worth of real estate in the past three years and he's based in Washington, D.C. You can say hi to him at his company's website, which is in the show notes. With that being said, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? I am an entrepreneur by trade. Like you said, I started when I was 21. I'm really from just kind of a a starting point of literally zero, ground zero, with a uh, heavy background in sales and communications. Been in sales for pretty much my entire life. But as far as real estate, had no experience whatsoever. I got introduced to real estate by an individual that just literally told me, hey, you can flip properties with no money. I didn't believe him until he actually showed me some documentation, some paperwork, and then I believed him. I paid him my entire net worth, which at the time was about $3,000, and he took it and robbed me. But the blessing is, which by the way, for all the listeners out there, make sure you're hiring the right 
individuals and listening to the right individuals that know what they're talking about. But the lesson that I learned was just, one, to obviously choose the right individuals to learn from in coaching. And then, two, he just implanted that in my mind. And that's really all I needed to just jump into it. I had no other coaching besides that to get to where I'm at today other than just the YouTube videos, free podcasts, free information. There's so much ridiculous free information online out there. It's crazy to see people in America not striving for success and actually attaining it because this is America, this is the land of the free. We literally have every opportunity to be successful here financially, spiritually, mentally, and physically. So it's really a blessing to live just here in America, first of all. But that's pretty much my background. That's how I started, learned about real estate. And then uh, three and a half, four years later now, I'm 25 years old, and we run a pretty successful real estate brokerage under Keller Williams in multiple markets. And we are also doing a lot of wholesaling, flipping of contracts, flipping of properties in multiple markets as well. And we have a pretty substantial team that's dedicated to our success as a company and as a company vision. And I completely agree with you. There's so many free resources out there. We have access to pretty much everything that we need in order to be successful. It's just you got to actually put in the work (laughs) and do some stuff. I was going to ask you how old you are because the 21 to 24-year-old thing, I was like, well, I don't know if he'll remember back then, but I think you're going to (laughs) remember back then. So 21 to 24 years old, you created a seven-figure real estate business. Is that a million, five million? What is that figure? And tell us the specifics on what you were doing to generate that. Sure. And this year, we'll probably do close to around four, five million, close to around the end of this year. We're projected to do that. But as far as what I did to actually get to that, it's just a ridiculous amount of failure. I mean, ridiculous, ridiculous amount of failure. I was doing everything from the age of when I started in 21, everything from running around, knocking on a bunch of doors from homeowners. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to portray myself. I looked like I was 16 when I was 21 still. But regardless, I was just doing everything. And I was just a massive, just guerrilla marketing kind of guy. So knocking on doors, cold calling. I got my first deal from cold calling, and it was actually a $1.1 million acquisitions a condo development deal in DC. And then I sold it for 1.13. I made $30,000 on my first deal. And that's when I kind of, the light bulb kind of went off. It was interesting. That was my first closed deal. So when the light bulb went off and I was like, wait, I can wholesale houses. Why can't I wholesale development type of properties? Why can't I wholesale land acquisitions? Why can't we wholesale condo conversion projects? And that's what we started doing here in Washington, DC where we've done really, really large assignment fees where we just get a contract with a homeowner that doesn't understand the full potential of their property to its full maximum use. And after studying development in Washington, D.C., I was able to really target those properties and then acquire those properties from the homeowners for a contract and then resell that to a developer for a high profit margin. Mm. Was it just land in some cases or was it someone's property and then selling it to a developer so they can probably tear it down and then build something much bigger and newer? Yeah, land and or property itself. In D.C. specifically, there's almost no land. It's all property because it's a very small and very congested city. But it'd be a row house sitting on a longer lot where you can 
bump it back significantly and bump it up where you can do four condos, three condos, luxury kind of area, that kind of thing. Mm. That's really interesting because that is taking the typical wholesaling approach and adding an artistic spin to it because you're not just doing the wholesaling of a single family house, but you're looking at what type of development opportunities are there. You're looking at it from the developer's perspective and you're seeking out the opportunities that they would be interested in, then you're flipping the properties to them. That's exactly right. Yes, sir. So you mentioned that first deal, the wholesale where you made, I think, 30000 you mentioned on it. How did you come up with the idea to look at it from a developer standpoint and flip properties to developers? It was from that very first deal. I analyzed it and I was really, really pushing the deal because I knew financially it made sense. I didn't have many buyers. But I did have one great buyer relationship from a gentleman, and he was a developer in Dubai, very wealthy individual. He's actually the vice president of climate control for the United States, and he's really close with Richard Branson, things like that. And he just really inspired me, and he kind of taught me how to put on my developer lens and hat. And after understanding it from him and selling the first deal to him and successfully closing on that, that's what made me kind of understand their perspective. And then I just wanted to learn more. And after I closed that deal and a few more single family deals, I paid one of my developer buddies to spend a day with me and teach me the zoning restrictions, zoning codes, setbacks, frontage on specific kinds of zoning, FARs, understanding all of that so that I can start teaching our acquisitions team on exactly how to analyze the property once they come across it to its maximum ability. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did. That's fascinating. I'm really glad we went in this direction on the conversation. What's FAR stand for? FAR is for area ratio. And there's always an FAR depending on where you are. And FAR, for example, if your FAR is three in a specific zoning code, and your lot size is 1,000 square feet, let's say. If your FAR is three, that means that you can build buildable square footage of 3,000 square feet. So you would multiply your FAR multiplied by your lot area, and that's what you would get for your buildable square footage. Mm -hmm. So we would understand that, but before, we'd look at a property and just say, hey, this property is a single-family asset, and we look at it as a single-family asset and offer a homeowner way lower than what it's actually worth. And then we analyze and say, hold on, this is in a C2A zoning, where the FAR is 3.5 potentially, where it's not a single family, we can actually develop this where the high restriction is 90 feet and we can build 10,000 square feet on this. So it's way more valuable. So that's how we learned that. How did you get in contact with the Dubai gentleman? (laughs) That's the awful Craigslist. I was doing everything by the book when I first got into real estate. I didn't close the deal for eight months. But I was the hardest working man, I think, ever in America. Um, I was just days I would go not sleeping and not even eating. And I would just be like cold calling homeowners, reading books, obsessing over this because of just my financial situation and looking at my brother who's mentally disabled. And I had a special place in my heart for my brother because he was just really struggling, just seeing him consistently walking around in circles. And I wanted financially to take care of my family to a whole nother level, which I'm still striving to do and what inspires me every day in my relationship with God, which is what else inspires me every day as well. But 
in the beginning, I was just doing everything by the book. And again, it said, post on Craigslist and look for buyers. And that's what I did. And he reached out to me. And little did I know, he's like building hotels in Dubai. <laughs> and he's a ridiculously wealthy individual. And he's just looking for some houses in D.C. to place his money. And that's how I found him. And we built a really good relationship to this day. Walk us through the initial interaction and then the subsequent conversations or interactions. He responded to your Craigslist ad. Then what happened? He responded to my Craigslist ad. Very nice, humble individual. He just said, hey, I'm looking for investment properties. If you have anything, let me know. It was a really simple email, simple conversation. And then I told him about all these deals and he would say, yeah, that, that doesn't work for me. This doesn't work for me. I'm looking for something bigger, smaller, whatever it is. And then finally came across this deal and we met and we consistently worked together on this deal because there was a lot of issues with closing it, tenant issues and condo conversion issues. And I was there helping him with those issues as well, trying to get them closed to make sure he felt comfortable. And he saw my effort and we ended up closing the deal. So it was really simple. That's pretty much how it went. You said your company is doing between four to five million this year. What is that? Is that revenue? Is that profit? Is that something else? That's revenue. Revenue as far as wholesale assignment revenue. So we don't do any fix and flips. It's just too tedious, and our goal is to expand and scale this company to closer to around a $100 million company. And it's very scalable with the model that we have. And not only is it scalable, it's also very profitable. And at the same time, it really serves all kinds of homeowners. And the way that we do so is we have an investment arm, and that's great. And I learned this at the beginning of this year. I started realizing how many leads we were throwing away consistently. I was just throwing away leads, homeowners that say, hey, I want 250000 and their property's worth 300000 Us as investors, we can't do anything with that. But I started realizing, and me and my partner, Joe, who's just helped me throughout this entire process and been my journey buddy essentially through this, and we started realizing and saying, how can we stop throwing these away? So what we did was we started building out a brokerage, an agent model, where we say, okay, well, let's test this out. If we get these leads and these kind of people that want this price and need to sell fast, we're going to wholesale it and buy it or buy it and resell it on the market. And we're going to close and move quickly. And that'll be the investment model. And you know what? If that homeowner wants 300000 and the ARB's three twenty-five, but it's in great condition, we're going to give that to the agents. And so we custom built a CRM based upon that. And we wanted to find out ways on how we can actually expand into multiple markets and still be effective, still not lose that touch, and still build culture with our people in every single market that we're in. So because of that, we built a merged business where it was the agent and the investment model. And like I said, the investment model is strictly the one that's doing between three to five or four to five million that we said. But the agent model right now under listings, we have close to around 32 million since the beginning of this year, 30 million in listings. And so that's a whole nother side of business that I was throwing away. And we as investors consistently throw away. My partner and I just became really diligent on building that agent brokerage business out and leveraging our real estate agents as our outside salespeople. And then having a call center team 
in our offices here in Washington, D.C., that qualify those leads, set those appointments, speak to the homeowners and say, hey, look, we have options for you. We're not just some regular company that's here to lowball you. We're here to give you options, and depending on what you want is how we serve you. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we've done. So now the game is no lead left behind, no homeowner left behind. <laughs> we have an opportunity for every homeowner. I like that. Do you do any lease options? We don't, unfortunately. How come? Why do you say unfortunately? Actually, not unfortunately. <laughs> I did lease options when I first got into real estate because I was trying to do everything and I hated it. Just not for me at the moment. And maybe I haven't really learned enough about it to see its profitability. And it could definitely be something that's amazingly profitable. It just hasn't been for me just yet. What's been the biggest challenge creating the brokerage and having the no lead left behind business now? People. You're only as good as your people are in leadership, leadership and people. Everything surrounds around leadership. And I truly believe that to a T. So every day I'm consistently trying to focus on how I can develop myself as a better leader. And my partner, Joe, we're consistently focusing on how we can be better leaders, not just leaders in business, but spiritual leaders, physical leaders, mental leaders for our people. And the more we can develop our people, the more they can be really in tune to the company culture and in tune to the company vision, the longer term they're going to stay with us and the harder working they're going to put forth every single day, day in and day out. And that's been the biggest issue is people. Now, after taking a lot of different courses, Joe and I have been to courses like Scaling Up, which is a great course for business people, and there's things like traction coaches, and we have a Scaling Up coach right now, but the people are everything, and I think that was originally the first biggest issue. We had the wrong people, but that's changed since then. You said it's changed since then, so how are you now qualifying people in a way that you weren't before? Joe, who handles a lot of the HR stuff, he created a job scorecard. And what we do is just for every position that we're looking to hire, we really hone in on specifically, there's two things for somebody to be qualified for a position. Are they culturally the right fit, which means do they fit those core values in their company? And then performance-wise, are they a high performer? Are they competent skill-wise for the position? So you need to know what are those competencies and skills for each one of those positions. And then again, what is your company culture? What are your core values? And really, really understand those so that you can interpret and understand whether or not the people that you're interviewing, sitting in front of, whatever, match that core value, match that culture, and also have the competency and skills needed for the position. Does that make sense? It does make sense. That's a great tip. And with the culturally the right fit for the company, what that forces us to do is self-reflect on what is our company culture because we have to know that before we can see if someone's a fit. And it makes us be aware of what we currently have as a culture and is that what we want and then what do we want to bring people into. Yes. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? Wow. <laughs> you knew it was coming. Say, you knew I, it was coming. I, the name I, of the show, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I don't want to say because it really is the best advice ever <laughs> that I've ever received. I don't want to say because it's so effective, but do more cold calling. That's my best advice ever. Do more cold calling. Step out in front 
of homeowners and be different and do more cold calling. Contact more homeowners via cold calling. It's a way that a lot of investors are not doing. And we significantly scaled that in our company to be ridiculously effective. We still do a lot of different marketing techniques, direct mail, online, things like that. But the best advice I got, which is from a man, Todd Toback in California, was do more cold calling. And that's what we're starting to do a lot more of. And where does your team get the phone numbers? I can't say exactly who it's from, but we do skip trace them. We skip trace a lot of the data. Okay. And remind me again, what's skip trace? Skip trace is, it's like an investigative service where you can input information of who somebody is and their address. And then that company retrieves that information on their best contact information, their best addresses, where that person is located currently, if they can't be found. So do you just do like a by the zip code? Because certainly I don't think you would do by individual people and then get their information because that would take forever. Of course, yeah. By zip code, that's exactly right. We target the hottest zip codes in all of our markets, whether that's Baltimore, Tampa, and D.C., and that's how we target these people. I just answered the phone. It's from someone at your call center. What do they say to me? Hey, good afternoon. Is this Mr. Joe? It is. Hey, Mr. Joe, this is Raphael with Ace Home Offer. Just giving you a quick call about your property on 123 Main Street. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so pretty much, Joe, we just bought a house right there in that neighborhood and just wanted to personally reach out to you to see if you might be interested in an offer on your home. We'd love to make you a fair offer on your home. You know what, Raphael, I usually don't do this, but I like the way you sound, so absolutely, whatever you want, I'm in. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> I wish we had more of those. <laughs> I got the sense of it, though. Uh, yeah, what if they say, hey, I'm not interested, what do you say? No worries, we'll remove you from the call list and, and we scrape their data and not call them again. Got it. Okay, cool. That's great stuff. Thank you for doing that. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. Let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Are you an investor who self-manages, talks to your residents, collects checks, and handles all the day-to-day -day tasks? Well, there's a better way, best ever listener, and guess what? That better way is Secure Pay One. Secure Pay One the landlord helper will have conversations over the phone with your residents whenever there's an issue and the residents can pay you directly. So schedule your free trial and 30-minute session today at mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Feeling lost on your roadmap to wealth? Tune in to the newly launched REI Foundation podcast where hosts Jason and Peely give you all the steps and missteps towards achieving your investing dreams. Featuring interviews from top industry professionals, make sure you listen and subscribe to REI Foundation Podcast at thereifoundation.libson.com. What's the best ever book you've read? Best ever book I've read. I'm going to be cliche, <laughs> and I'm going to give you two books. One is definitely for me. It's the Bible. I use that as my guidance tool in wisdom-filled decisions that I have to make consistently. So I feel like that's the best book I've ever read. But on a business level, it's got to be in the beginning. Traction changed my life when it came to business. Traction just ridiculously changed my life, changed our business. So traction on a business level. Best ever deal you've done? 
condo conversion project where we netted $300,000 on an assignment fee and we got it done in 40 days. What's a mistake you've made on a transaction? Not following up enough or not being bold enough with homeowners or buyers. Not being bold enough. By bold, what do you mean? Bold as far as controlling the conversations. I've studied a lot on sales and everyone in our company studies a lot on sales and controlling a conversation and controlling the transaction is an absolute necessary part if you want to actually get the deal closed. And so not being bold enough to control the conversation, control the transaction and put your foot down in certain circumstances. That condo conversion project where you made 300K in less than two months, did you wholesale that to a developer? Yes. What's the best ever way you like to give back? Best way I like to give back is for myself, it's giving back what I have. So giving back the wisdom that God has given me and the knowledge on how to build yourself as a leader. I feel like that's my gift to the world at the moment is giving that back. How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? They can get in touch with me on acehomeoffer.com. You can reach out to me there. Or they can also email me directly at Raphael, R-A-P-H-A-E-L, at aceequitypros.com, which Ace Equity Pros is our wholesale site where you can pick up the best deals in the D.C., Baltimore, and Tampa Metro market. And Ace Home Offer is the company that is the acquisitions with the homeowners. Excellent. Well, thank you for being on the show. Holy cow, talking about your... 21 to 25 year old experience in real estate and how you've gotten to where you're at now the consistent focus on one just hard work two self-improvement and then three being savvy you're really savvy especially in terms of adding the artistic approach to wholesaling where you're wholesaling to developers you use that example towards the end of our conversation with making $300,000 on the condo conversion project in less than two months and how you, after you got a couple deals under your belt, you sat down, paid a developer buddy of yours to teach you zoning codes, setbacks, frontage, FAR, which I now know stands for floor area ratio and many other things. And then also how you built your business. So the no lead left behind approach and call center has been a major lead generator for you. So thanks for being on the show. Thanks for telling us about your business. It's an inspiration. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Feeling lost on your roadmap to wealth? Tune in to the newly launched REI Foundation podcast where hosts Jason and Peely give you all the steps and missteps towards achieving your investing dreams. Featuring interviews from top industry professionals, make sure you listen and subscribe to REI Foundation podcast at the REI foundation.libson.com.